and welcome to Sister Sage Roadside Herb Service. Who, who, give us a call, <laughs> we'll be there in about five minutes. <laughs> My name is Mark Fendel, this is Jane Simmons Hello. from Sister Sage Herbs and SisterSageHerbs.com and welcome to our tiny podcast where we talk about all things plant medicine. And today we are talking about um, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about oats, oats. today. <laughs> Avena sativa is mm-hmm. the Latin name. Yeah. And maybe we should just start by talking about uh, what the oats look like and, and um, where they're found, okay. how they're used and such. Well, the oats um, are much like your oatmeal that you would get if you had organic, non-crushed oatmeal. You could probably plant it and get an oat plant and get about eight more seeds. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so it is, uh, like, was probably an animal feed at some point in um, Europe. I know that they have it in Ireland and things like that. Um, but I don't know when it was introduced, where. Um, but it is um, very good for the nervous system. It, I'm sorry, okay, we're going to go back to what it looks like. It mm-hmm. looks like any other grass until it seeds, and mm-hmm. then you can tell whether it was oats or another grass. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a little lighter in color than the other kind of grasses that just kind of well, at least like quack grass and things like that. Um, and it grows pretty thick, but not very deep. So um, it's also really good for helping the soil to replenish. So a lot of places you can grow oats and clover. And a lot of times they'll put this other one in vetch. And that will all together improve the soil because they just create a lot of bulk. And then when they till it in, uh, all that nutrition goes from the from below up into their mass and then it disintegrates and becomes the soil which is then able to be upta- uptaken from the soil that otherwise wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. So um, they're full of minerals and vitamins, um, calcium, that kind of thing. That's why animals are usually fed the oats, straw and stuff like that. So we use, in herbalism, they use uh, the very fresh, freshly uh, grown seed before it's all the way mature. Mm-hmm. You cut it while, when you squeeze it, it's still soft in there. It hasn't formed a seed. It's kind of a latex kind of milky thing, but it's thick. Um, and as it becomes kind of more like cheese-like, I guess. Um, then it's becoming more ripe and then would become the seed. So you want to get it before that and then dry it immediately. So it's still pretty green. And I guess what most people do, like I, what I like to do is use the, the top like six inches since it's all staying with me. Um, I just cut all of that up and, um, dry it up and, at one time if it's hot and if it is kind of cool in the in the fall 
what I'll do is I'll just strip the uh, seeds off of the grass part of it and then come back and pick the grass when it's not raining because you can also introduce mold mildew into it if it if it's raining and then you try to then dry out with rain in between the leaves and things. But it also tastes really delicious. And separately, the grass or the uh, you know straw part that's left over could be cut down at the end and cut. I like to cut that up into just a tea during the winter time. And they have just slightly different properties. The milk is just a little more nourishing. So, yeah, mm -hmm. could be used for all kinds of nervous disorders or nervous issues and even withdrawals from like cigarettes or coffee and things like that, even stronger opioids. Uh, not that I am suggesting or prescribing anybody anything, but... Um, not that's today's disclaimer. That's today's disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an herbalist. I'm not a clinical herbalist, but I study herbs and ethnobotany. And people have been... We are not graphic designers. This. We are not graphic designers. That is definitely proven. <laughs> but you should look at our website. <laughs> so anyway... Yeah. Any other before I just keep going and going because I do. Well, like anything it. else that you want to say about it? Um, well, it can be used just as a tea. So again, like if you just see, if, once you see a picture of it, you'll know what oats is, and you'll be able to see like the wild oats is just slightly different than the the kind of grown. Well, at least I have cayuse um, is the. Is the species, I guess, or is the variety of the of the species? Is that and, a Northwest species? Yeah, I guess someone near Cayuse Pass probably grew it and to seed, and then or a sold Cayuse it. tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe there's a little bit of ethnobotany cool. research we'll to, to be done out. there. That's kind of that's yeah. Kind of cool. So that's the kind they stock at my feed and seed store on Vashon that has. The organic version that I can buy. And it says Cayuse Oats. I believe it did say Cayuse Oats. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I grew that last the last time too. So. Huh. And then I am going to try a patch that I harvested really late. And I think they basically ended up turning into seed. So we had them on reserve if we needed to make the tincture. We could make it out of that. But... We didn't need to make it, so I'm going to try to sprout them and see if they'll grow from the seeds I grew last year. So that'll be kind of cool. But, yeah, we just had our our area plowed, our new area plowed, so we're going to put more clover and more oats in there for nutrition and to try to beat out the weeds. We have many, many weeds, scotch broom being... One of them, at one point, the scotch broom was over my head, and I looked out there one August, and I could hear this crackling, crackle, and I was like, what is going on? And then I realized, like, all the scotch broom seeds were popping, getting ripe and popping. <laughs> and I had just learned that scotch broom stays active 
their seed for 60 years. So. Oh. Make some brooms. We'll have to do another podcast on Scotch Brew. Mm hmm. Thanks, Roosevelt. <laughs> We're so going anyway. to beautify our highways. Okay, so back to oats, though. Green waves of beauty. <laughs> At least oats. yellow waves of allergies. Oh, well, those, yes. But the oats. Oats, oats, yes. oats. <laughs> you want to get the oats um, started about now? Like, we just are having some spring rains, just barely sprinkling, which is just great for, like, like I said, I just got tilled, and it was pretty moist. It's been about a week now, a little over a week, and so hopefully a lot of the stuff is decomposed, but then we're going to go back through and try to rake out any, any of the grass. The grass is my weed. <laughs> you know, I'd be happy with a dandelion patch as long as it didn't have any grass in it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, but we're going to grow a few rows at least, um, and then that will just be a nice way, a placeholder for the next um, plants that can go there in the fall, which hopefully I'll be able to split out the arnica patch and put that in this annual spot. So, yeah. Cool. And I, like I said, I like to brew like a pot of it, just like a mason jar, half gallon mason jar. I put about um, half ounce to an ounce in there. I mean, I like hot tea, but it is better if you um, wait the whole, at least eight hours. Maybe so that's more of a... Infused. Infusion. Yeah, infusion. It tastes great though, I Decoction is really... Um, another like you could cook it down or you could make like a long soak tea if you had a just a, a whole bunch of people you wanted to have a nice tea for mm -hmm. you could just take a whole pot of water like you would make like you know boiling your corn or something a big old pot and then just put handfuls in there of mm -hmm. that of clover maybe Nettles, and that would be like an amazing tea for, you know, like a, and that would last, you know, a week. Mm-hmm. Well, it probably wouldn't last physically, but, or it would last for a household, maybe about three or four days. Sure. It'd be delicious. Yeah, I mean, here in... I just drink it so fast. That's <laughs> I love it. It's delicious. Yeah, here in Rosemary Gladstar's book uh, Family Herbal she talks about combining the oats with lemon balm and passion flower mm. she says uh, for a good nervine with valerian and for a good sleep aid with digestive bitters mm -hmm. for any liver or digestive upset mm -hmm. kind of mm. interesting yeah um, and she also suggests adding some drops of lavender oil into the, what you're drinking? Hmm. Oh no, that's for a bath. Mm. That's for a bath. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah, right? If you have some organic oats, hopefully that's all you would have, then you can take 
like even a handful of oats that are not in the milky stage but are, you know, ready to cook. Mm-hmm. Put it in a sock or a pantyhose or whatever and tie it up and put that in your bathtub and then use it to scrub you if you have like rough skin or if you have like any kind of patches that are troublesome and or make yourself like a, if you have leftover oatmeal you can add add water to it to thin it down and then patch it you know put it as a poultice on any kind of you know rash or like on your feet it would be really nice and moistening just or even like on a mask on your face would be t- really nice yeah. I'm rich in silica, calcium too. Yeah. You know? So just eating your oatmeal every day. Yeah. With as little sugar as you can put on it. <laughs> yeah. Is so good for you. Keeps you really calm. You know, keeps you focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Should we leave it there? Mm-hmm. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in to our tiny podcast. And we're going to keep on talking about medicinal herbs and just having fun with it. So if you like this podcast or if you have something creative to say, please leave a comment and we will uh, be sure to respond. So cheers, folks. Have a beautiful day. Enjoy. SisterSageHerbs.com. Give us a visit. Cheers. Cheers.